Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the Watt. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What's it like to see this machine work in a game? Man, it was fun. Oh. Practices don't do it justice, truthfully. Uh, I mean, it was up-tempo, no huddle, slinging the ball around. You know, it, it was fun. Like, uh, we were supposed to play a half, but I, I looked at Steph. I said, man, I don't want to come out, you know, because I was just now getting to my groove and kind of finding it out because at first when the bullets was flying, I was kind of like, what's going on here, you know, because, you know, we huddle up and practice and we go, but, you know, now I see how it's going to be. It's going to be an exciting year for sure. Uh, the first five plays of the game, five different receivers caught pass. Yeah. What does that say about what this offense? Yeah. Is? I mean, when when I saw it happen, I was just like, it was just like, Bing, 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 Bing. I was like, when is it my turn? Next thing you know, it's my turn, and you know, I caught it, and uh, you know, it was it was fun. Emmanuel Sanders bringing a Super Bowl ring to Denver and plenty of or Buffalo and from Denver to Buffalo and plenty of high level experience throughout the NFL. Thrilled to be with Josh Allen. Got his first feel in a game with Josh Allen over the weekend. You watched the film from Josh Allen's performance against the Green Bay Packers. We were both blown away by what we saw during the game. What was your reaction after you took a closer look at the film? Well, still blown away, right? I think, you know, yeah, you and I, we were texting during the game just like, I mean, it, it's he's a machine. This is unbelievable. It just, it's, it's you know, it's getting to that Mahomes-Rogers-ish where you just go, if you're not a great defense, he, he can almost beat you by himself. I mean, that's the way he makes you feel to a degree. But, you know, it's just, again, I think you continue to see the maturation and the, 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 the different types of throws that he can always make there. I mean, you know, I know that's a screen, but just, again, slit, like a, a quick sidearm throw. The appropriate throws on short throws, right? We've talked a lot about Trey Lance throwing 100-mile-per-hour fastballs on those type of footballs. Not Josh Allen. Perfect. Okay, a little bit more mustard there, but I can tell you he could throw it a lot harder. You know, he just has a great feel, and you could tell there's an unbelievable confidence in the offense. He knows where to go to the ball in every situation, and then he does this when people are not open, and he just makes it look so easy. And that's really where, 
you know, he's special. I mean, he third and 20, you know, we talked about this yesterday. It's like Rodgers and Mahomes. Jeez. You're almost more scared when it's third and 20 because you're like, oh, no. They're going to call a deep play, and he's going to get a first down. Um, but, you know, it's the he's becoming the technician at the position, and then he has this great ability like we see here, too, to win the offense and he's not allowed to be surgical, he can just make it happen anyways. And that's where he is next level type of quarterback to me, Mike. And, you know, I know we talked about, like, what will they do? Will they try to run the ball a little bit more this year? You know, maybe take some pressure off him? You know, just like we saw from the 49ers and a bunch of other teams. No, I think this is what they're going to be. And Emmanuel Sanders just letting you know that they're going to be. They're not taking the ball out of big boy's hand. My boy Blue, they know they're going down with him swinging and they're gonna, he's going to put up big numbers, and it's going to be about him throwing the football all year long. They gave him that huge contract for a reason. They were smart to do it. And, Chris, I, I'm glad you pointed out that screen pass because even then there's a confidence that is becoming a swagger yeah. in the way he moves. It is like Mahomes and Rodgers. Now, with Mahomes, it's easier to notice because there's a little more yeah. – showmanship you know, or something movement. Right. right yeah right yeah with Rodgers it, it's it's almost like the same as with Russell Wilson it happens too fast for the human eye to detect it but I think Allen is somewhere between Mahomes and Rodgers where it's there and and it shows that it's almost like when when Neo was able to manipulate the matrix and it all kind of figured out I know that's not a timely reference but that's they're okay. rebooting the movie I so like it that will movie. be timely again right but the idea that he's finally at the point where he understands. Yes. He can he can put his hand out and stop the bullets. He's right. Got he's that seen kind it slow. Right. He's him. seen it slow. He yeah. can fight as many Mr. Andersons as he wants at one time now. I I've got you. I'm I'm with you. You're right. He's like, oh wait, you're gonna do something tricky? I can beat you with my brain. No problem. Yep, yep, no, I'll I'll get to the right place and protect it up. Oh, you know, good defensive call by you? Uh no big deal. Okay, yeah, you're doing good. I'll get out of the pocket. I'll do something here and still, you know, fight you off that way. It is. It's, it's gotten to that point, and obviously they see that. You know, they've been seeing it. And Emmanuel Sanders, who's been around the block with Big Ben and Peyton, I mean, this is the second time this year or this training camp we've heard him, like, really talk about Josh Allen, like, whoa, wow, like I just didn't realize it. Um, it made me think differently about the Bills because I thought maybe, maybe they're going to try to play a style of football that's maybe not the best because they relied on Allen too much last year. But the, the one thing I'll say about them – with the Bills, Mike, that's maybe a little different than the Chiefs, who we know like to play the same style of football, throw the ball, and do those things. You've heard me say the Chiefs got to have some element that brings teams up a little bit to so then they can throw the ball deep to Tyreek Hill. The Bills, they don't need to run the ball or do that. They have all those New England short passes that we showed there that you can't just play, oh, it's Josh Allen, he's got a big arm, we're going to drop back into deep zone coverages and do what the Bucks did to the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They have enough of the inventory of offense where if you do that, they'll pick you apart with screens, wide receiver screens, Edelman, Wes Welker type plays, and then when you come up, they go, zoom, it's going right by you. So uh, it, it was fun to see, and of course, he's, he's absolutely awesome. Josh Allen was the third quarterback taken in the 2018 draft. One of the guys taken ahead of him, Sam Darnold. It flamed out with the Jets. Now he's with the Panthers. You 
believe the Panthers are a team that is giving off some good vibes. That was our draft from yesterday. What had, had did you see from Sam Darnold's performance in Carolina's preseason finale? Yeah, well, I think, you know, last week he looked, he only got two throws, but I went, oh, he looks good, like physically looks good. And then when we got into this past weekend, you know, they let it go a little bit. The Steelers starters weren't you know, in the game, I get that. They played a lot of backups and everything like that. But again, it's still about the look, the offense, the way he looks in the pocket. You know, saw, again, confidence, nowhere to go with the ball. But I think the thing that really popped out to me, too, was just, you know, here's Terrace Marshall, second-round pick out of LSU. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons and a lot of ways to beat you. And to me, the way this, this is Sam Darnold. He's made to play like this. He is going to tear you up 5, 10, 15-yard throws. That is his his bread and butter. I've always said that. I think you've heard me say that. He's phenomenal in that range right there. And this Joe Brady offense, I mean, come on. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you don't look at that and go, man, he looks quick in the pocket. The release looks quick. And then he's got a weapons and system around him to where, yeah, Carolina is that team where I go watch out. I mean, the more we go here, I'm going to go. I might pick Carolina to go to the playoffs this year. I'm really edging on that. I like the look of the total team. I think they got their quarterback, and uh, Matt Rule's got a little mojo going down there with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, year two for Matt Rule as an NFL head coach. He had one year with the Giants as assistant offensive line coach, but you know we like that hire. And uh, last year they weren't as bad as you would think. They exactly. only had Christian McCaffrey for a handful of games. Right. They, they've Played really close in a lot tried of games to upgrade yeah. the roster, and uh, we'll see what they do. Okay, Vikings offense. They had scored nine total points going into the preseason finale at Kansas City. The Vikings ended up not winning a game in the preseason. They did manage to score, I think it was 25 on, on Friday night. What did you see from the film of Minnesota's offensive attack? I, it just, you know, it scares the hell out of me. I mean, I'm sure it scares the hell out of you. I mean, you're a Vikings fan. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how you can go through the preseason and at some point, not go out of your way to try to orchestrate a little bit more positive positivity for your offense and your starting offense and all those type of things. But I mean, like here, just like rewind this play one time for me and one more time. I mean, this is the most basic bullcrap play ever. And it's just, this is what I see too much of. It's second and 18. You know, hey, tight end, go over the middle and just look at me. Eight yards down the field. Receiver, go eight yards and look at me. And then the backs go wide. Like, everybody on that defense has seen that 97 times already in training camp. Oh, inside slant and the double coverage. Whoa. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do. And, of course, if you don't protect or do anything like that. But, man, that these players, I, they weren't even given a fighting chance on, on Minnesota's offense here. Where I want to go, yeah, you don't have to game plan, but you got to open up the playbook a little bit so you can start to work on something positive. They got nothing positive to go into the regular season with, and I think that's you know, that's scary to me. The, the the good news is we haven't seen Dalvin that's Cook right. yet, so that could be a big difference. But but look, I Gary Kubiak retired kind of late, and I, I don't want to be overly cynical, but I kind of feel like he. He tried to engineer it all in a way that the only option would be his son, Clint, to take over and have some continuity. I mean, if you do it late enough, what are they going to do? Go hire some new offensive coordinator who's going to bring in some new system? That's right. That that if it all falls apart this year offensively and the Vikings stink, everybody's potentially getting fired, right? So, I mean, th this is a, a sneaky hot seat situation for Mike Zimmer. We assume they're going to be better than they were last year. The defense is better. But if that offense stinks... They're going to have a hard time being competitive. And if they don't make it to the playoffs, there could be some changes coming in Minnesota. Yeah. Let's take a break. When we return, 
An NFL player was spotted doing the milk crate challenge recently. What in the hell was he thinking? What in the hell is anyone thinking who does that? More <laughs> PFT Live right after this. <laughs> There he is, Steelers receiver Juju Smith-Schuster descending. We didn't see the climb up. There's the climb down, low center of gravity, bending his knees, but the milk crate challenge. Good Lord, if you're a Steelers fan, what are you doing? I've seen all the videos of the horrific outcomes and plenty of injuries to the point where TikTok has banned the videos of the milk crate challenge. At least he had a guy on each side to yeah, catch him if he right. fell, although he good luck with that. Right. But, but you don't see spotters for the typical milk crate challenge. I don't think you're doing it the right way. Not that there's a right way to do it if you do it with spotters. The only right way to do it is not do it. So, Chris, a little fill in the blank this morning. Juju Smith-Schuster doing the milk crate challenge is what? A little reckless, I'll say. I am reckless. You know, I you know, it, to me it's very similar to like almost like you know, again, I, he's an awesome guy, but it's like the the viral dancing on the logo before the. It's a you know, it's just a little. Maybe I should say immature to a degree. Just realize, hey, you're on a one year deal. You didn't get what you wanted in free agency, and that's risky. I don't know. Again, I just yeah, that was that was very very risky there to uh, to do that and uh, for his career and for his own team. I think immature is the right word. He's still not 25. The brain doesn't fully form until you reach 25. You don't fully appreciate the connection between your behavior and the risk. And when you're a professional athlete, you assume you're going to be able to do yeah, it. that's hey, right. He did it. He didn't fall. I'm a pro athlete. All these people who are trying to do it and just flopping all over the place, they, they don't understand balance and coordination. I know how to balance myself. You saw how he had actual form where he was dipped down right. to control his weight and keep it in one place and not but still still yes, yes it's 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 not a wise thing to do it is incredibly dangerous and the last thing you want to do is derail your season and potentially your career because you fell off of a stack of of milk crates yeah uh all right that. next topic preseason in the books your preseason mvp is who chris i'm going with the kid I'm going with the kid here on this one. I'm going with Zach Wilson. I am. You know, again, there, there's not a lot, a ton of people to pick here from. And I wish he would have got to play that third preseason game, but there was a monsoon up here in, in the Northeast. But, you know, I just look at him. To me, he had the most pressure on him out of all the quarterbacks. There was more pressure on Zach Wilson. Oh, he's from BYU. Oh, he's too young. Oh, his parents have money. He's not going to be motivated. Oh, his laissez-faire. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, laissez-faire. His competition's not good. He's the only one where they said you're the starter from day one, and it's the Jets in New York, and never batted an eye from the first second he got out there. You just went, damn, he looks amazing. He looks great. Looks like he belongs. He's comfortable. Everything about him says, damn, we're on the right track, New York Jets, at the quarterback situation. That was a huge pick. I mean, they got rid of the number three pick just from a few years ago to pick him at number two. So that's where I look at Zach Wilson. I just think the circumstances and then what he did on the field, to me, I'll make him the preseason MVP. And he wasn't going to play on Friday night, even if the weather had oh, held he up. Robert Sala okay. said that okay. after the game because they had some offensive oh, line that's issues. Right. That's I right. I, I do think it, it's it's fitting. It kind of goes full circle 
that you're suggesting laissez-faire upbringing for a former BYU quarterback because it was a former BYU quarterback in Steve. Young. <laughs> well, I get I get I get annoyed with like that that I with, through the you know the the draft process with that like oh he's from a nice upbringing what what does that mean I understand like what people are trying to say but like Eli and Peyton Manning weren't poor I wasn't poor growing up there's a lot of other NFL sons who grew up and are playing in the NFL right now who grew up with plenty of fine things so that's just a stupid like hot take to me and that, that did bother it's me it's insulting a bit. to think that you can only be a high level football player if you are so desperate right to make a living you have nothing else to do you got nowhere else to go this is all you can do so you'll take whatever physical abuse mental abuse verbal abuse goes along with being a football player because this is your only option it, it really is it really is an insulting take when yeah. you think about it yeah to assume that that only people that that the sport is so brutal and the entire approach to it is so over the top that you're only going to do it if you have absolutely no other prospects in your life other than a high level of God-given physical ability. All right, my preseason MVP, I'm going Jameis Winston Mm. because it was a big spot. It was Monday Night Football. The starting job was on the line, and he delivered. And look, those were the two moments that I'm going to remember from this preseason. From the 43-yard line, the 53 yards in the air, longest pass thrown by any Saints quarterback since 2016, the catch by Marquez Callaway for the first touchdown. Great And throw. then he comes back, and he does it again, and he seizes the job to the point where you and I both acknowledge when Taysom Hill was playing that night, you could see in his body language, it's over. Yeah. TKO, Jameis Winston is going to be the starter. Here's that second throw. This was a beautiful throw Beauty. and a beautiful catch by Callaway good reason for the Saints to be optimistic about the future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Callaway was one of those guys where I thought about, like, man, he could be like an MVP candidate for the preseason too. Did you, Just, did you see Did you see the little push there? Yes. I hadn't noticed that before. It was nice. Got Very away nice. with a little push. Got yes, a little separation did. with that right arm. Alright. Uh, least valuable player for the preseason for you, Chris? I We hit on this subject, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to go. I'm going to go with the offensive coordinator for the Vikings, Clint Kubiak. I mean, to me, that's the, the least impressive thing I saw all preseason. That Vikings offense, I know they had no Dalvin Cook, but it just proves to you how Dalvin Cook-centric they are. And, oh, my gosh, if he gets hurt, I don't know what the hell – if the running backs get hurt, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, But, yeah, I just don't feel like any of the quarterbacks or the offense was given a chance to build any momentum or continuity with the way they played. So that, that, that's uh, an LVP for me. Well, and for me – and this one's too easy, but look. Yeah. Uh, when you're the fifth overall pick – in the draft and you're coming in with a lot of hype uh, and you can't catch the football with those gloves. Yeah. You repeatedly have drops. That's an issue. That's a talking point. And the Bengals have almost two weeks to try to work this out for Jamar Chase so that he will catch the football when it's thrown to him. And I hope he works it out. I, I hope he does well. And I hope the Bengals know how to get him in the right frame of mind so he can just Focus on running the route, catching the pass, and and run the ball after you securely have it. I feel like he's he's looking too far beyond Agreed. the act of catching the pass. It does. It looks and, like uh, it. This should be an easy fix, and hopefully they'll get it fixed. But it was not an impressive preseason at all for Jamar Chase. No, it was not. Not a good look. You know, again, I'm not like panicked. Oh no, this is going to be a bust. But he certainly got something mentally going on there that they got to help him overcome. He's got to overcome it, and it was not a good look for him this preseason. I'm with you there.
All right, let's take a break. Yesterday, we had a draft of the teams that are giving us good vibes as the regular season approaches. Today, we will draft the teams that are giving us bad vibes. 12 days away from the first Sunday, only nine days away from the first game of the regular season. Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. More PFT Live right after this. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love, up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. we got a stacked lineup for you on Peacock. Start your day right here with PFT Live. We hand it off to Dan Patrick at 9 Eastern. Rich Eisen Show at noon, followed by Brother from Another at 3 p.m. Eastern. PFT PM returning September 13 at 5 p.m. Eastern. All your sports talk and news and information only on Peacock. All right, teams giving off the bad vibes heading into the 2021 regular season I got the Who's question. Who's got the trivia question? I got it. You've got the question. Oh, All right, yeah. go ahead. I was All looking right, for the question go. to ask you. You've got the question to ask me. Here we go. go. Nine days, like you said, till the season starts. Two players. Can you believe this? Two players only in the Hall of Fame. War number nine. Can you name one of the two? One, I mean. There's only. Yeah, I know. There's only hmm. two. You know, hmm. one's a quarterback. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Jim, you know, Jim McMahon wore but, nine, but he's yeah, not getting I know. In. I mean, I'm, I don't want to. I don't know if I can give you too many clues about as far as um, number nine. Mm. Is it? Yeah, I give me a clue. Give me something. You got to give me something. I was on the know, Washington football the team at one point. Sonny Jurgens. There you go. Boom. All right. That was a nice one. Thank That's you. right. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out a clue that was like a good one that I wouldn't. That was, a, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good clue. <laughs> yes, okay. All right, uh, let me start with uh, what, and I don't know. Maybe this is the obvious choice that you would have had. I'm going to start with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. I mean, my God, injury after injury, it feels like they're cursed. The only thing that we hadn't really paid attention to until recently is they've got a pretty significant chunk of anti-vaxxers floating around there, which will further complicate the ability of the team to be effective and available. So between the injuries, the COVID issues, the Colts, and, and this is a continuation of what dates back to the retirement of Andrew Luck 
in August of 2019, they just feel like they have been snake bitten for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. They were definitely one of the teams on there, too. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, the injury, Wentz, you know, the COVID issues, Quentin Nelson getting hurt, that, you know, back to this again, you know, like what we're going right now with Wentz and all that, I'm with you. It seems bad vibes for a team that's certainly in a, in a window where you go, man, they could make a run for this thing. It's like, am I cheating by picking the Bengals? I don't know. Just, I mean, I haven't had a good vibe come out of there all preseason. So, like, they're the kings of the bad vibes right now. I don't know what else to say. You know, you are. You said it last segment. Jamar Chase has got drop issues, and we got a quarterback who's eight and a half removed from a serious knee injury who has made it public that he doesn't feel normal. You know, they had to take him out because they couldn't let him play a fourth play on third down the other day. I mean, nothing about that says good vibes. I mean, I have to pick the Bengals. It's, it's just bad vibe central right now. Well, and you're stuck in a division with the Ravens, the Steelers, yeah, and the Browns. Right. Are you kidding me? Are so, yes, me? it's bad vibes all around. And I respect the fact that there are passionate Bengals fans who will take issue with our takes as it relates to Joe Burrow, who think that we're making up the notion that if he hadn't been from Athens, Ohio, he would have refused to play for the Bengals. Hey, folks, it's true. I'm sorry. You may not like hearing it. It's true. Just be glad he's from Athens, Ohio, and it's not an issue. It may be an issue down the road if he's not happy with where the team is. That's not an issue for now. Right. But this year and how this year goes will be another piece of evidence toward decisions that he may be making at some point in the future. All right, I'm going to go with... My Minnesota Vikings, I'm sorry, I don't like the vibe that's coming from Minnesota. It started with their anti-vaxxer-in-chief, Kirk Cousins, and it's only continued. I know they haven't had Dalvin Cook. We haven't seen Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen got banged up against the Colts. We didn't see him against the Chiefs. Irv Smith's injured, though, and may miss the regular season opener. The defense is going to be better if the offense stinks what difference does it make? And I still do have this just kind of weird, like Gary Kubiak waited just long enough to help his son get that gig, and maybe he wouldn't have been the best choice. And ah, I just, it's yeah. bad vibes. Bad vibes. You bad know, vibes. We, I, my, they're due to get back to the playoffs because odd number of years they get in, even number of years they don't. I'm, I'm not ready to envision that they'll be one of the seven teams in the NFC. I'm not either, and I'm with you. That probably would have been my next pick if you didn't take it. So, yeah, it just, you know, again, I mean, there's things to respect. And, man, I love Mike Zimmer and the way he coaches football and all those type of things. But, yeah, it just, just I don't know, something doesn't seem right there. I'm with you all the way. Um, I, I mean, again, I feel like I'm cheating here again because, like, but the Texans. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, 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 what good vibe is there to have? I mean, yeah, all right. Tyrod Taylor's look, you know, solid. Okay, all that. But I mean, just the Deshaun Watson cloud hovering over them. I mean, poor David Cully always having to answer questions about Deshaun Watson's status and all those type of things are just, damn, I said it. I got to stop saying all those type of things. Yeah. I've been saying that way too much. I was going to wait until after the no, show. Good. Today, the hell it. I got a crutch right now. I got to beat all that progress, out. All progress you made on Monday, you've squandered today. Damn it. Um, but yes, all of those things put together <laughs> gave me lots of bad vibes. <laughs> Crap. I got to get that out of my vocabulary. Hey, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we should have picked them earlier. The, the vibes are so bad, we've just kind of moved them into the they're really not in the NFL category. Like, we've we've unofficially relegated them That's right. to limbo. Right. Yeah, it's so bad. Here we don't is. expect anything from the Texans at this point. Watch, they'll beat the Zero. Jaguars week one and go 1-0. and But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a mess right now. 
Uh, that, that Shaq Lawson trade where they, they traded for him and they gave him $7 million in March and then they give him away for a six-round pick. I mean, that's just another example. Yeah. I've seen like some hype and some praise from people that, oh, Nick Casario's done the best job of any new GM. Really? Look, maybe he's done okay, but how can you say it's great when you consider all the other stuff going on? Next one for me, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, and- my gosh. I can't believe you picked them. I was uh, holding it. I just okay. Go ahead. I'm 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 proud of you. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, look, and the, the Malcolm Butler sudden retirement talk from last night. I had already had them on the list even before then. I just feel like this is a team where there's a ton of pressure internally to improve dramatically, and I fear that Cliff Kingsbury isn't going to be able to pull it off. And I think he's going to be out after this year. I think they they're they're the Bengals. Of the NFC. Now, they're better than the Bengals, but they're caught in the toughest division in the conference. Yep. They're the fourth place team when you look at the Seahawks, 49ers, and Rams, unless there's just a huge rash of injuries with one or more of those teams. I just don't think they're getting in. And uh, you, you, there's, all, there's been that vibe all offseason. They're impatient. Kyler Murray wants to get to the playoffs. Steve Kime wants to get to the playoffs while they have Kyler Murray under his rookie contract. They're going to have to pay him next year, yeah. and they will have not gotten to the playoffs in his first three seasons. The way I think it's going to play out, and and I'm I'm rooting for the Cardinals. I I I I love what Kyler Murray does. I love watching him play, but I I don't think it's going to happen for him this year. So I think there's going to be a new coach in uh, Arizona next year. I'm with, I'm with you there too. I mean, even added to the, what everything you said, even Kyler Murray, you know, talking about he doesn't want to play in the preseason and the way he looked in that little short time against the Kansas City Awful. Chiefs two weeks ago. Right. I mean, first off, that's just not good vibes to throw out there. Coach says play, play. Don't tell me you don't want to play. You know, I love Kyler Murray, too. I don't think he handled that situation the right way. Man, I'm down to the two New York teams right here. And I'm going to go with the Jets. And not necessarily that, like, they are giving off bad vibes. They just got their snake bitten. I don't know. I mean, nobody got hurt with injuries more in training camp than the New York Jets. I mean, damn. It's unbelievable. The, all, the, the, all the things they've had creep up here really from about three weeks ago. So that's where I feel really bad for the Jets. And it's bad vibes just because of bad luck more than anything. They're one of my good vibe teams, so who the hell knows? We'll take a break. And Zach Wilson gives Tuesday us good vibes. PFT Live right after this. Yeah. The National Football League now has seven approved sportsbook operators, $270 million Coming in this year, reportedly, a billion per year expected by the end of the decade. Our good friend Tyron Matthew responding to our tweet on the subject saying, let's see what happens with all this new money. I mean, what will happen is it's it's gets shared with the players. It's part of the CBA. That's one of the wins. Everybody wants to talk about everything that's wrong with the CBA. They basically split the money 50-50. So when it's a billion that's coming in to the league later this decade, that's going to be roughly $500 million that ends up with the players by way of increased salary cap. So it's good news for the players, Chris. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah, I, I, There's no doubt about it. It's big business. The NFL might as well get a piece of the pie here. Everybody's betting on nobody. I mean, football is the ultimate sport to bet on. My friends who do gamble, I mean, that's it, all they care about is just, man, Sunday, who are we going to take first quarter, uh, this many yards? Uh, I mean, uh, they're, they're all over everything. So it makes a lot of sense. And since it's legal, they're going to they're going to capitalize for decades. 
the NFL coexisted with illegal gambling, acknowledging that it drove interest in the sport, but acting like it hated it. And maybe it did because it wasn't making any money off of it. Then, as of May 2018, the floodgates opened for legal gambling state by state. We're at about 25 to 30. I think it'll get to 40 or so by the time it's all said and done. Now the NFL loves it. And hey, there's nothing wrong with it. They're making more money off of it. They've found a way to turn it into revenue. But the challenge is this, Chris. They better peel off some of that money to protect the integrity of the game, improve the officiating, That's right. eliminate inside information, improve the injury reports, prevent corruption. Because if there's a scandal that's tied to gambling at a time when the NFL is making that much money off of gambling, there's going to be prosecution, the yeah. there's going to be legislation, there's right. going to be regulation, there's going to be problems for the NFL if they're not careful. Yeah, uh, 100%. I'm with you there all the way, and hopefully the NFL realizes that and spends the the resources and the cash to, to make sure that doesn't happen to the best of their ability. So we'll see where well, it goes. Well, they got it. They, they got, got it. $270 million extra oh, this yeah. year that they can use on integrity of the game. It won't take quite that much. That's it for today. Enjoy your day. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. See ya. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.